Hi, this is Gymnastic at Gold Jacket QBs, and you're listening to the Dynasty Hot Seat. Yes, hello everybody. Welcome back one more time to the Dynasty Hot Seat. It's the only Dynasty show out there that is a certified inferno. And today, just like always, hey, we got an awesome guest. We got sitting over on this side of me, we got Mr. Gymnastic himself. You can find him over at Golden Jacket QBs on Twitter. You know, he does some work for the True North uh, Fantasy Football guys, and he also hosts his own podcast, which is the Golden Jacket uh, Podcast. So, Jim. Thank you so much for for coming on and you know i know you get up super early today so so really really appreciate it, buddy how you doing i'm doing good man yeah it's pretty early here it's uh six in the morning because of the time zone difference and uh like i said i'm the moron that didn't realize my kids have soccer at eight and nine in the morning so here we are thank you here for, we are. thank you for having me on oh absolutely no problem at all man and you know i can't wait to to hear what, what you got for us for your hints and tips and see how we do with your with your mock draft. So with that said, we're just going to get straight into segment number one, which is the art of war. And Jim, it's just some of your hints and tips for, for dynasty players listening all over. So what you got for us? All right. So uh, my biggest tip for uh, the art of war is, is know your leagues. Every league is different. Know, know, and I mean like everything about your league. Know your scoring settings when you're getting into his as, as you're going to see, we're going to go into a dynasty startup draw mock draft. So like know those settings before you're getting in, uh, like yours, yours isn't tight end premium. That's very good to know. Uh, no, it's six point four point. Know your league mates. This might sound really shady, but I take notes sometimes on league mates and their tendencies. So if I'm in another startup league with them, and I know, for example, you like your big Nick Chubb fan. I know I might have to take him a little bit higher if I see that you're picking before me, right? Yeah. If I know I'm picking, if I know I'm picking before you, I think uh, I can let him slide. It's fine, but there's you gotta you gotta end up knowing and like adjust your total ADPs, right? Like looking on a sheet on sleeper isn't isn't fluid for everybody. Yeah. So that's 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 my number one thing. Uh, number two would be, I hear a lot of people say dynasty is played in a three-year window and I would agree on that, <clears throat> but, uh, too often than not, I see guys stuck in the perennial rebuild of a two-year rebuild plan. Year three, I'm going to end up doing it Well, year one fell apart. So let's just push that two-year rebuild plan a little bit further down the line, yeah. further down the line, further down the line, further down the line. You're farming for the league. Stop it. Change <laughs> change your attitude um reach out to somebody that's not in the league that you trust have them go over your roster don't be afraid to blow it up and the third thing that i would truly like to iterate to your listeners is don't fall for sunken cost fallacy which means as they're going to see we're going to do a startup draft i don't give two shits if you drafted a guy in round two if he's a bust next year and his value's dropping, his value's dropping. You got to be able to get out from under that. Don't don't stay 
mm. under the thumb of a guy because you dropped a second round pick on him. You got to be able to flip. And if you see that price declining and a guy coming up on, on the way up. So th those are my three, my three tips for ships or, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> tips for ships. Yeah. I really like that, that expression. That's great. And yeah, I think it is just so important. You're right. Sort of two, two of your tips there are kind of just, you know, you have to be honest with your team and that's really good advice. You know, get somebody else who's not in the league to look over it. Like, Hey man, like, what do you honestly think of this? And what do you think I should maybe do? And if they tell you, you know, from a, from a, from their perspective that you should just blow it up or you should, you know, maybe keep going for it. It is really important to get, you know, don't think that you know more than, you know, like just be really honest with yourself and, and try to, yeah try to get as much value as you can from from those players too especially that, that last tip i think that's a new kind of a new one on the show that you know look at that depreciating value and, and don't think that all of a sudden julio jones is going to be a wide receiver one again because he's not like get rid of him if you can and you probably miss that boat now if you're if you're carrying julio jones around so even if it is depreciating value it's still value and if you don't sell you're going to end up with well with nothing yeah absolutely like i said i see way too many guys do it and uh that can that can sink your dynasty team so fast and then you'll be one of those milling farm teams with a two-year rebuild plan that takes seven years yeah exactly i like that expression though of farming the league just making everyone else around you better and then you're just stuck yeah yeah, yeah really like so. that expression and and we're gonna we're gonna hop into segment number two and we're not going to be farming anything apart from you know glorious glorious picks for us because so we're going to get into segment number two. It's the hot seat mock draft, and it's coming right up. All right, Jim, here we go. We're in segment number two. It's the moment you've been waiting for. The, the seat you said, just where we're off camera there, the seat you said, it's getting a bit warm in here. How, how are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm interested to see where I end up landing on this, because like I discussed with you, I want a random spot. Uh, you got to be able to adapt. You got to stay liquid. And as I was discussing with you off, off show, you're doing a dynasty startup draft you don't get to pick there's what your spot is yeah sure you can come in here and claim whatever spot you want but you're doing a randomizer two three times uh before it ends up starting off claim your 101 all you want but you can end up at 108 109 and you better have a game plan for it you better be able to adjust yeah, yeah absolutely and you know the importance of being flexible if you want to listen to anybody about the importance of being flexible Listen to gymnastic about being flexible, guys. Come on. Yeah, the irony is I got a bad back. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to scroll like this. And if you just want to say stop, whatever you like, I'll stop. Uh, stop it up. You got the one seven. Perfect. How are you feeling about that? You liking that? That's fine. It's fine. Oh, well, well, let's say. Anywhere um, we're going to go, we're going we're gonna to adjust it. Love it. So let's uh, let's get the draft started then. And you know what is already you've got there? Twelve teams, eighteen rounds, super flex, and these quarterbacks are flying off as you would imagine. And people like Justin Jefferson and, and Jonathan Taylor coming off the board as well. So here we go, pick number seven. Great. And this is maybe the first time we've had this. I don't know. Problem. It's a good problem to have. It is Jamar Chase is sitting there, and Jamar Chase is usually gone in, in the drafts that we've done on the hot seat. And he's also there with Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. What, what kind of things are going through your head with those players available? Well, right now, just because this draft seems to be going a little quarterback heavy, 
Uh, I am known to be, I, I'm known to smash quarterbacks because of the potential trade value later on, but it's yeah. also dependent on league. So if I didn't see all these quarterbacks go, like, to be honest, the one that surprised me was Joe Burrow at three. Uh, so yeah. if you can just click on the quarterbacks quick to see who I got kicking around there. Cause there's a few guys I like that are going to be later that are, yeah. are overlooked due to age, even mm-hmm. though they're going to give you at least three years fantasy production. So if you're only where that window with any other position, what does it matter if your quarterback's 36? Yeah. 100%. Or 34. Um, so there's a guy down there that I really like is my QB one. That's Matt Stafford. I think he could probably come around. Yep. Um, interesting story. I was in, I landed him in the Scott fish in, in the third round turnaround, which is, which is pretty Ooh. sweet. That's good. Uh, and then, yeah, I hit all four quarterbacks. It was pretty sweet. My fourth was Heineke. I hit all four oh, that I'm starting. It was pretty nice. sweet. Uh, the other guy that I really like down there is Aaron Rodgers. And I, yep. as much as I shit on him on my on my podcast, Derek Carr is a, is a fine, a fine quarterback to keep going with, and same with Russell yep. Wilson. So let me see uh, the wide receivers there. I know Chase is there, but let's see who else is there. Yeah, you got Chase, Cooper Cup, and, and CeeDee Lamb, and AJ Brown still sitting there. Debo sitting there too. What's the uh, what's the points for the passing touchdowns on here? As I said, you should know your league. I didn't get that information from you. Is it six point? Yeah, or point? it's your start. I think standard sleeper is your is it Perfect. four points on here? Yeah. Yep. No problem. As long as it's standard, then we end up knowing yeah. it's non super. It's non tight end premium. So no, I'm not actually a fan of Cup. He's actually one of my biggest sell candidates coming in into the thing. I got a. Mm-hmm. I got a thing i'm going to end up doing on the sons of dynasty tomorrow he's uh one of my cells so mm. um but give me you know what give me jamar chase uh, i don't yeah. normally do it this way but give me jamar chase yeah chase is just you know going at, at one seven and it's weird that you you don't often say wow that's pretty good value at, at the one seven but i think jamar chase at one seven is slightly later than than he is going in, in some drafts around and you're right. A lot of those quarterbacks have, you know, managed to to stay. So you've got quite a lot of them still available, including Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, and you know all those other guys you talked about as well. Mark Andrews, one of the tight ends, creeping up there. So anyone you're interested there, Jim? Um, not on that. To be honest, with you, the one that surprised me was the Kyle Pitts in the first, without being a super, yeah. uh, without being a tight end premium, but yeah. I guess people are seeing that, you know, Kelsey scores as a wide receiver 10, so maybe he can. And Mariota, yeah. sneaky, as everyone wants to poop on him, did make Delaney Walker the tight end one when he was in Tennessee. And I mm-hmm. advocate that Tennessee did nothing right to set Mariota <laughs> up for a starting job, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. Let me see those running backs that were coming off the board too, because I saw a few coming off. So let's see who's still yeah. there. We got Eckler. Mixon, I really like, but then I'm I'm doing the stack, taking a lot of pie from that Cincinnati, and mm-hmm. I don't really like to put all my eggs in a the basket there in the first two rounds. Uh, Dalvin Cook, I'm not really the biggest fan on. There's two guys below him, three guys below him that I was talking to you about pre-show yeah. there: Henry, Kamara, Chubb. I think they they'll fall. Yeah. To uh, round three, four, five, probably probably get all three of them. Uh, so let me see those. No, let me see the wide receivers again. The receivers, you got, you know, AJ Brown sitting up there, Debo still there, and, and Devontae Adams as well as, you know, some other players like Waddle and Diggs still sitting there. 
I'm going to take three-year window, 28. Gives me two years as 30. He's reuniting with his college quarterback. Give me Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, I think, yeah, will. I think if a lot of people are sort of down on, on Devontae Adams at the minute, and I don't really see, you know, why. Like, why well, I don't understand how we – oh, wow, look at his quarterbacks going. Um, yeah. a, a lot of players you were looking at just flying away as Hurts and Dalvin Cook, who you weren't too interested in, thankfully goes and – we're, we're back on the board. I'll show you all oh, Matt, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is there. Not even yeah. going to hesitate. That was the quarterback that I really like as my one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to get him in round three. I took a gamble with this, with all these quarterbacks really going here. Um, this isn't really my style. I would have normally hit a quarterback in round one, but I thought I could get the value on Stafford in three, and it worked out for me. Uh, yeah. Big gamble on Buddy who took Burrow and Lance. That is, uh, yeah. that's not really a thing I would like to do as my two starters, but <laughs> good for him, man. Good for him. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta shoot your shot, right? So let's, let's get maybe a safer option, Matthew Stafford locked in as your quarterback one. And yeah, you gotta love it when a plan comes together, right? You got Stafford in there, oh. you know, hopefully some, oh, I was about to, oh, I should have said everything. You were looking for Derek Henry, Alvin Kamara, Nick yeah. Chubb. Don't quite make it back to you, unfortunately. Saquon Barkley is sitting up there. A lot of risks with him, but, you know, who knows what he could do this season. All right, so this is where, you know, you got to be liquid. You got to be adapting. So now yeah. we're seeing a lot of running backs go. I need to get one. Uh, yeah. I got my – I got I locked up my my two wide receivers. I know it's a start at three, judging by this, but that's okay. I got a, a deep sleeper that can definitely be your wide receiver three slash bi-week flex week filler. So let's sit up those running backs, see what we got going on there. So, yeah, you got Saquon, Antonio Gibson, you know, a couple of risks there. Cam Akers, another risky one, and, you know, Ken, oh, Ken Walker. I'm take I quite one. like Ken Walker there. Uh, okay. I don't. There's a guy that I like, but I'm actually going to push to see if he'll fall a little further. Let me see mm-hmm. the quarterbacks real quick. Quarterbacks, Justin Fields, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. And Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to take him as my uh, quarterback, too. I know there's a lot of concern with him losing Tay Adams, the wide receiver I just took, but Mm -hmm. he does seem to make average wide receivers better as long as he can find somewhere that I can trust and might even be Bob Tomlin still. Um, Yeah. And then there's another guy, too, that might end up benefiting a little bit. I don't want to – it doesn't matter, I guess, because I'm not actually drafting against anybody. Yeah, I'm trying to keep the secrets. Uh, Aaron Jones. (laughs) Aaron Jones yes. is the running back. I think is going to end up falling, and I wouldn't mind that stack when Aaron Rodgers there, especially as a yeah. QB too. So yeah, give me yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I like Aaron Rodgers, and I think yeah, on on the last episode we were talking a little bit about you know Aaron Jones as well, and I think he's going to see the most targets he's he's seen in his career next year because Rodgers just takes time to trust people, and there's a lot of new pieces, a lot of people leaving, oh. a lot of people coming in. So I think Aaron Jones will get a lot of a lot of targets and. He didn't go there, did he? he no, he didn't. But the, <laughs> I the heard you sigh and I got worried. I thought, I thought we'd see another running back or another quarterback run happen. It didn't. Yeah. We saw another wide or running back run happen. So yeah. I'm going to lock him in right now. Uh, the guy that I wanted, I wanted Aaron Jones. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to risk that one anymore. Now he's sitting at the top of the running back, so he's yeah. going to get taken if there's another run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give him to me. Let's let's get Aaron Jones locked in as. Our, is he our first running back? He is our yeah, first, he's running, my back first running back. Yeah. And 
you know, at what stage do you start thinking, oh, I need to start filling these like positions or is it just very much dependent on? It's a strictly value-based aspect of it. Uh, As my tip was before about sunken cost fallacy, I don't care where any of these guys go. Uh, Third, fourth, fifth, eighth round, I don't care. Um, As soon as it's drafted over, nobody else should care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the more Uh, you take, the more other people are going to need them. So then the more their value go up. So, yep. So let me see some more running backs in here. Let's have a little look at the running backs. You got, you know, Lenny Fournette and Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott and Elijah Mitchell and James Conner. Uh, everyone predicting to have a big year still. still there so this too. is kind of a dead zone here. No, can you actually, can I see my teams in here? That, yeah, of course. That I'm going to be drafted against? No. Uh, the teams you're against? Yeah. Who? Sorry. Like, let's, yeah. let's see. Let's see these. Okay. So he's got two running backs. He's got one, but a decent one. He's got three. He's got two. Yeah. He's got one, but not a really good one. He's got two, and one's a rookie. Okay. Um, they're probably going to end up taking running back. It's going to bite me in the ass, but the value is not <laughs> there with the wasteland. So let's see. Yeah. Um, let's see that tight end. Let's see tight end room, Dalton nope. Schultz. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then let's go back to the wide receivers. I think receivers, they might be a guy a little later. Jared Judy, Mike Evans, Devonta Smith. You know, wide receivers so deep. There's so many good players still there. Uh, yeah, there's some really good players there that I like. Um, I want to take. I want to take Mike Evans again. I know I'm taking some wider, older wide receivers, but. This guy's been the heart of consistency. You name a season where he hasn't had a thousand yards and been consistently undervalued. There's another wide receiver on that board. I see that's a little undervalued too. That's that's Keenan Allen. That's another guy yeah. that was labeled injury prone early and just seems to do it. So knows knows the nuances of the game. So yeah, give me those two guys. Or sorry, that guy, Mike Evans. First. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll get, get Keenan Allen later. Nice. Well, let's get let's get our first one locked up. Then let's get let's get Mike Evans. Yeah. Locked in the team. I'm hoping not to see Keenan Allen. And you're right. See, I'm seeing that. another one. Yeah. Oh, there goes Keenan. So maybe I did make the right call there. There's a big push there. Uh, look, like more and more and more coming off the board. So yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. That that kind of the value was was there for, for Mike Evans, and we're back on the board now. And Elijah Moore is at the top, and Amari Cooper, and some QBs creeping up again, like like Tom Brady is sneakily there too. So anyone, um, anyone standing out to you? <laughs> Uh, my how's my team actually stacking up there? Let's have a look at the team and see who you got. You got your wide receivers, you know, locked in, which is really good. With wow, look at those wide receivers! Look at that. Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, and Mike Evans. That is fantastic. Stafford and Rogers, and then Aaron Jones is your running back. Perfect. Um, hurt me a little bit to see Zach Wilson go. There's another. That's a that's a mm-hmm. quarterback that I would really like to have, especially with these guys. Uh, he could be your your gap in Phil, but yeah, that's okay. Um, so it's looking like we're going to need another running back pretty mm-hmm. quick. So let's take a look at them and see if I can wait any bit longer. Yeah. Okay. So it's getting a little ugly here. Yeah. I probably picked the wrong thing here. So um, yeah, I'm going to get cream hunt. I don't mind it. I know he's older. I know yeah. people are going to be looking at me that thinking I'm pretty redundant and ridiculous for this, but if Deshaun Watson plays this year, all I've been hearing about is uh camp is numerous 
misdirections with you know fake handoffs to chubb fake screens over to hunt and then bullet passes mm-hmm. over to cooper or fake slants to cooper and dump offs yeah. to hunt there's a lot of misdirection yeah hunt's shown that he can do it he's not a typical running back his age because he isn't a massive timeshare with with chubb he's shown to with the value of the upside of chubb goes down that he can be the guy he's shown to be the guy in Kansas City at one point being, I think it was yeah. the RB three overall. Um, the talent, the talent yeah. is there. Yeah, talent's there. So I'll take him, especially with his wasteland coming. That was a bad move on my part. I know I'm stronger a little bit in the wide receiver area. Uh, this would probably be a draft now where I'm going to be looking for more value. Yep. To trade to get a running back that I missed out on. Yeah. With, with a couple guys later on, but I need to lock this up and and hope that nobody, or in hopes. Sorry, not in hopes, in case nobody wanted to to mm-hmm. trade with me later on. So I'll at least lock up a decent wide or running yeah. back to Yeah, and I like that pick of Cream Hunter because there might be people going like, oh, what are you doing? Like, he's a backup. And like, this year, he's a backup. His contract is up. He won't be at the Browns. I'd be surprised if he's at the Browns next year. And Cream Hunt is more than good enough to, you know, take the majority of carries for any other team in the NFL. So this is dynasty we're playing and you know it is important to keep that in mind so even though he might not be you know huge this year he's going to do a very good job but next year he's going to be able to go wherever he likes and he's going to get a good contract and he's going to get a lot of carries so i really like that pick of of cream hunt for for dynasty for sure so let's get him let's get him locked in and that was a good point as well you made he's got less you know tread on the tires than you know another running back maybe his year i think he did did he have a year out of the league as well uh he had a lot of time off i think it was like 10 games yeah so elijah moore goes right after another big wide receiver run this is why i probably should have locked up by my running backs a little earlier but that's okay because i got some firepower with those wide receivers i think that can that can boister it and bully it buoy it yeah um i really like pat fire move for a dynasty standpoint but i'm not going to take them this early uh, off on Knox, I think he was really touchdown dependent. Sutton, I like as a as a wide receiver, but I was higher on Judy as a prospect. Yep. Um, Brady's a good player. If you needed a guy this year to win now, obviously yep. not in your dynasty dynasty aspects. Let me see those wide receivers still. I think I'm going to have some some. Uh, uh, some value still to be hit here. Yeah, um, for sure. There's yeah, still there value. Is, yeah. Brandon Cooks is the massive value there. Uh, a wide receiver that's never finished, I think, under wide receiver 25, unless of injury. Mm-hmm. Consistently a high-end wide receiver two within the wide receiver 13 to 15 range. And a guy that you can get, I thought, cheaper than 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 you could but i ran a couple polls and it does not seem that way people are a little higher on cooks apparently and he yeah. has this uh stigma of being older than he is which just isn't yeah. true mm-hmm. uh but from a dynasty standpoint yeah i think i need to hit another wide receiver here because the running backs that i want i'm not really sold either on any of these rookie running backs like the damian mm-hmm. pierces the tyler algiers that are going to be getting shots here because let's face it 2023 everyone's been touting as a high-end yeah. running back class these guys are yeah. bridge gaps any one of these guys wouldn't sniff where they would be if they were in the 23 class and you gotta look at yeah. it like that and yeah if somebody um, like michael carter can be replaced you know that easily then these guys can certainly i don't think replaced. michael carter is going to be replaced 
That's the craziest part. I think it's going to be a very significant uh, running back by committee. I could totally be wrong on this and, and hold me to it if I am, but the league seems to be going to a more RBB, RC approach. So why would they yeah. kick a guy to the curb that, that's shown that he can do it? Yeah. Same thing I think with, with the I'm, – I'm interested to see is everyone's hyping up the, the James Cook and yeah. what he can be. But Singletary's shown what he can do. He's got the trust of Josh Allen. I understand he's a UFA next year, but if they sign him, re-sign him or extend him and it, now, that says everything I need to know, and then he's capped. Um, but anyway, sorry, taking up a little bit of our time. So I'm going to go from the dynasty standpoint on here. I'm going to take – fuck, they're all older. Oh. <laughs> So I think they can all fall. That's the crazy part. Like I think Cooks could fall, yeah. Robinson could fall. Yeah. I'm gonna take Brandon Ayuk. I like what I see yep. in him as a dynasty standpoint. We'll see if uh Trey Lance hinders him at all. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk as well. Also, like he that was weird last year, right? He spent a couple of weeks just in, in the doghouse, just wasn't playing. That was yeah. very weird. Have you heard anything about that? Why that was happening? Like I've, I've not heard anything. No, I haven't heard anything about why it was happening. Um, I just know what I saw as a rookie and what yeah. he was able to do and what he was able to flash. So I'm pretty high on him. So yeah. the ADP right now for Pat Fryermuth is is looking 92.9. And what round are we in? We are now in round number nine. Yeah, so he's he's stuck around there, which is which is quite interesting. I didn't think he would fall, but you know, he's he's sitting there. Um, and yeah. I don't think we have a tight end yet. I do not, because I'm an advocate of either you get one of the top three or you punt it. Yep. Um, my co-host was actually saying there's a there's a tight end that you could probably take that's even later than him. That's Austin Hooper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. But I don't want to. I want to take Pat Fryermuth. He was really, really good at what he did. I was holding him up as a rookie. Ben yeah. Roethlisberger loved him. I know he's not there anymore, but and he scored a ton of touchdowns. <clears throat> he was targeted in the red zone significantly, but more importantly, he was he was targeted by a Hall of Fame quarterback consistently on third down when they needed to move the chains. They didn't look yeah. to Deontay. They didn't look to Chase. They looked. He looked to Pat. So yeah. that shows a lot of a lot of uh, what I want in a tight end is the trust of a quarterback. So while they might've lost the noodle arm, I, uh, Mr. Bitsky has a little bit more arm. He yeah. doesn't have the mental capacity. I think that Ben Roethlisberger did to audible him in and out of positions. And with that being said, he might actually be looking to do a little bit more quick releases and that might benefit Pat a little bit more um, mm-hmm. having to do a little bit more quick releases. So yeah, give me Pat. Nice. Let's get Pat Frymuth locked in as our, it's our first tight end, and you know, like with tight end as well, those those guys play late into their career. So getting such a young one locked up that you know we're fairly sure will be you know starter in the league for years and years and years. That's that's got to be good. All right, I played the game and I lost. Um, ah. My value wide receiver is just kind of dropping there. Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, Gabe Davis, and Brandon yeah. Cooks all dropped uh, big there. But George Pickens went the other the other Pittsburgh. Yeah. Player. So I'd rather have Fryermuth than than Pickens. And it was interesting. I'd rather have Claypool than Pickens too, which is mm-hmm. uh, 
Anyway, it's weird, weird to do. Uh, so These rookies the are point. so high, right? These rookies are always like right after your rookie drafts and startups. <laughs> the rookie players are always, you know, usually far too high. Like just look at look at where Kadarius Tony is now compared to where he was when he was a rookie. Like he's all the way down here, and he was going way, way earlier last year. So yeah, there's a little bit of you know you need to let the dust settle sometimes with these rookies. So we're at the halfway point. Can I see my team real quick? Mm-hmm. So we're team, we're looking pretty strong. You got, you know, all positions apart from your last flex spot, you know, filled in there. You got your second running back, Cream Hunt, slotted in. You got Pat Fryermuth and Brandon Ayuk locked in as well since we last had a look at the team. So it looks like my death week's going to be week nine here with Pat, Brandon, and Kareem Hunt on bye weeks. But what I do like is none of my wide receivers have the same bye week yet. None of my – uh None of my running backs are sharing the same bye week. That's something mm -hmm. uh, I didn't say as one of my tips, but something that you should be looking at going ahead of schedule is some is some bye week thing. Yeah. If you're not the active uh, player with with trades and stuff, and don't think you can get it done, so let's mm -hmm. see these quarterbacks. I'm not really too worried about filling that bye week spot. Or, so uh, quarterbacks. You got Davis Mills. Davis Mills sort of splitting the community a little bit. You see, a lot of people seem to be a big fan of him. Some people seem to think he's just maybe a one-year guy who'll get replaced. Uh, where, where do you sit on, on Davis Mills? As a quarterback three, I don't mind him. Uh, he showed flashes last year. I'd be more apt to take him if I could have got Brandon Cooks. Uh, yeah. But I need a third quarterback. Uh, there's two guys I like there. I like Mar Marcus Mariota. I like Matt Ryan. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to take – what's the contract on Matt Ryan? Let's, let me look that up real quick. I think, it's, I think they have an out after next year. Yeah, I think I remember one of my other guests saying that about, about Matt Ryan, that they, they paid quite a lot to get rid of Wentz, but I think they kind of put a safety blanket in, in Matt Ryan's contract. Yeah, sorry about that. Let's let me look real quick on sports track salaries and breakdowns. Oh, yeah, they can totally cut them for, but it's a lot of dead cap, it's 24 million dead cap after, yeah, if they cut them. So, like, are they gonna do that again? I don't know. Uh, sure, he's in not. the dome, so. He has at least half a season in good weather. We know he likes that. He has a line that can protect him now. That was his issue with Atlanta, right? He didn't have enough yeah. time to throw. He's an accurate yeah. quarterback when given a chance. I know I've gone a little bit older on the older side, but like I said, you shouldn't be worried about the older side when it comes to quarterbacks. Yep. As long as they've shown, like I said, so I've got Stafford, I got Rodgers. Give me, give me Matt Ryan as my as my QB three. At least then yeah. I, I've locked him up and we're, and we're set there. Yeah, exactly. And that's it's so important in, in Superflex. Just if you don't have quarterbacks, you're gonna really like I think you're just gonna really struggle. And that's just you're constantly chasing, constantly chasing. And with these new rookie quarterbacks that come in, like what half of them go bust within three years. So it's hard to it's hard to get that if you don't get it locked up in your in your startup draft. Yeah. Um give let's see, let's see some running. Backs out. I'm really worried. I'm really worried about that. But now I'm in a spot where it doesn't really matter. Oh, easy. James Robinson. Uh that, that's that's my pick right there. I want to take James. Everybody's saying that um ETN's looking back to how he was 
Yeah. I've never even seen him in the NFL, so I don't know how he was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're asking how he was, that's college. He could be awesome. Um, yeah. I've seen what James Robinson has been able to do two years in the NFL. I understand there might be some scaredness off of the Achilles injury mm-hmm. that he's happened, but we saw Cam Akers bounce back and looks fantastic from it. As I alluded to earlier, RVBC is coming through more and more. I don't yep. see why these two guys can't coexist. They're two different style runners. ETN is a straight line speed burst type of runner to me, upright yep. guy. Robinson's more your grinder, pounder, get what get what uh, he can get by himself. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need a line to really give it to him. And none of these guys either. That's another thing everyone wants to say to me is Jim, but the draft capital on ETN, none of these guys are this coaching regime's guy. Yeah. None of them. Robinson yeah. wasn't, isn't this coach regime guy and neither is uh neither is etn and i always told the story of robinson about uh the running back scout for jacksonville wanted to draft him in round three round four and they just wouldn't take him kept falling he found out that because of covid he wasn't signed because nobody could end up really not as many people saw his his workouts yeah when he figured out he wasn't signed his wife actually told him hey that kid you like james robinson never signed he thought for sure he would have signed called him up, got him on the phone and signed him in Jacksonville. He was, and that's when I was on him. He was the reason why they ended up shipping off Leonard Fournette. I was on him. Wow. Early on that. Um, nice. So yeah, maybe James Robinson, very, very capable guy there. Nice. Let's get James Robinson <clears throat> locked in. A guy that could actually see, you know, quite a lot of, of you know, goal line work for, for the Jags. You don't expect ETN to be sniffing around that goal line too much. Robinson and I'm, seems more, I'm more hoping, sorry. <laughs> That uh oh he fell. Oh he fell. Melvin Gordon, please. Melvin Gordon, yeah. I really like that as well. And he'll he'll just continue to do what Melvin Gordon does, I think, from from last year. I can't I can't see why all of a sudden Javante Williams would would take over 70-30. It worked last year for them. Why not just run it back and, and do it again this year? Um I like I like Javante Williams, but I was always iffy, and I said, why aren't they going to re-sign Melvin Gordon? Everyone thought I was ridiculous. I said, he's been a capable back. He's shown that he can do it on several teams. And, like, I've been touting all show. It's RBBC. I go, why wouldn't they keep him? I go, if they can keep him for cheap, they're going to keep him for cheap. If not, they're going to end up replacing Mm -hmm. him. There's going to be somebody coming in with with Javante. It's not going to be a whole thing. So let me see my running backs now on my team. I think I'm actually feeling pretty good now with Jones, Hunt. Jones, Hunt. Yep. I'm okay. oh, that's 11, 9. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. 11, 9, 14. And where is 9? Okay. So that's okay. I got two on the 9. But that's okay because you can end up flipping them around. So I'm not even hurting on that aspect. Um, still not really strong on uh, these rookie running backs, especially in this this range. So we're going to pass on them. Let's see some more wide receivers. Please. Have a look at wide receiver with Alan Lazard, who could be the wide receiver one for the Packers this year, right? It seems odd saying it, but he could be. Yeah, he could be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like a lot of conviction there. Um, no. But there is a guy that I really like. Mm-hmm. He seems to go really underappreciated as he's still here. He's 160. It's Jacoby Myers. 
it's a massive target share in New England. No real competition in to take that wide receiver one spot from him. And yeah, okay, he doesn't score touchdowns. We needed Julio Jones. I'm not saying he's Julio Jones, but the target share is at least there. And it's been there uh, for two years. So it's not like it's uh, this crazy thing to think that it's just going to disappear from him. I like Mac Jones. I think he's a capable, comparable quarterback. So I don't mind locking in Jacoby Myers. I think my wide receiver four. Yeah. Jacoby Myers though, like he's, you know, I know they brought in, you know, a young, young rookie. Was it, who was it they brought in in New England? Thornton? Yeah. Nobody that I'm really, uh, that worried yeah. about Taylor Thornton. I'm not, yeah. I'm not too concerned about, I'm sorry no. if you're Taylor Thornton's family and you're listening, but I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. there he is. He's sitting, he's sitting right there. He must've heard us speaking about him. He's sitting towards the bottom of the wide receiver. So, but I'll, I'll filter, I'll show you all positions. There's a bit of a, a stacking of quarterbacks kind of still sitting there. Um, I don't know if you'd ever want to take a quarterback for. I certainly wouldn't, wouldn't want to take too many of those guys. Uh, but is anyone you're thinking about? Who would you take if you were going to take a quarterback here, uh, Mags? If I was to take one of these guys, um, man, people are so down on Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is and has always been a good a better fantasy football quarterback than he is an NFL quarterback. I think if you take Carson Wentz, he'll score quite a lot of points for your team. He might not do very well for Washington, but he's going to do well for your fantasy team. And that's the most important thing. So I, I would take Carson Wentz here. I think as a, as what our fourth quarterback, I would take him and I think he'd be happily slot him in on a bye week for someone. I think if I wanted a fourth, I'd keep waiting me personally. And I go with Mariota. He's going to be yeah. starting. I think he's going to start for two years. Uh, mm-hmm. As I've already, I've had private conversations with other people and, and laid out how big old well, Tannehill took over and, and took over Tennessee and just ran over. And I said, but when Tannehill took over Tennessee, he had Derrick Henry, they had AJ Brown. They brought in a lot of people. I go, who was yeah. Mariota throwing to? I go, Rashad Matthews and Delaney Walker and a busted up DeMarco <laughs> Murray and a line that wasn't developed as a top five line that was, that was that was in the in the league for Tannehill. I go, it was a completely different team. I go, I don't yeah. know, man. Uh, but he's shown that he can make big runs, and like, he's shown that he's gonna make a tight end one out of overall out of a, out yeah. of an old Delaney Walker. But if I was going for a tight end or a quarterback, I'd actually end up waiting a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I like Tyler Boyd. If I was yep. gonna go anything here as another wide receiver, um. Let me see all the wide receivers though, real quick, because I want to see if there's another guy sneaky in there that can maybe throw down. Uh, Jarvis Landry in New Orleans is really sneaky. Yeah, I know everyone likes Chris Olave, and I like Chris Olave too. Um, but if you're in a win now mode, like this team seems to be building up to be to be competing in year one, year two, and then rebuilding in year three. Uh, yep. Jarvis Landry might be a sneaky pick, but well, ADP one ninety two, and we're at one sixty four. Could probably end up definitely falling another round mm-hmm. so i will take tyler boyd here i'll take tyler boyd yeah tyler boyd is part of that you know super super high powered uh, cincinnati offense and yeah he he got his targets last year he'll just he'll continue to get that and you you would have to think that people are going to be on you know jamar chase like white on rice next season like he's not going to have as much 
you know, opportunity as he did last well, season. Well, I so hope he does because I took him in the first. Oh, you did take him, yeah. <laughs> you've got you, you got you got Tyler Boyd there just in case. No, yeah, that's my much. safety blanket in case something yeah. happens to Jamar Chase because that offense is explosive. Tyler Boyd showed yeah. that he could be a very capable wide receiver too when T. Higgins was there and a, and a capable yeah. wide receiver one when no one was there. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's actually more of an insurance uh, insurance uh, aspect there. Going, yeah, going We'll show all again. And those quarterbacks still there. No one taking any any fourth quarterbacks at the minute. So they're just sitting there. They might sit there for a while as well, I imagine. Yeah, but what I do need is an extra tight end. So yeah, that's can you go looking at the tight ends over there, please, for me. Um and Engram oh, up there who and Robert Tonyan's still there. That's interesting. Yeah, and I'm gonna take Robert Tonyan. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like I said, I'm built to win now. If things end up falling through a fire move, I have the stack there with Tonyan and Aaron yep. Jones. It's an, uh, that those are the guys that I was alluding to said that I think we'd get the bump anyway with Devontae Adams going. And now it seems I've got that entire pie that I that I wanted with yep. the with the Adams leave. Nice. So let's get let's get Robert Tonyan locked in. I think that's good. He obviously had an absolute monster year a few years ago, and you know he's he's playing with Aaron Rodgers, so you know he's going to be good again this year, all being well if he stays healthy. So Tonyan getting locked in is pretty good. There's a bit of a bit of a running back run there as well with wow Isaiah Pacheco, who you know might not <laughs> might not even make the Kansas City team is going there. Like I don't understand. I'm a Chiefs fan. And I know absolutely nothing about Isaiah Pacheco. I don't expect he will even make the team, but people seem to be taking these shots on on these Kansas City players. Everybody's going to take a shot at the Kansas City players. This is the Kansas City plant. That's what happened with CEH. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan myself, too. How do you feel about Tyreek Hill not not signing with the Chiefs and, and going for, for Miami? Because we did offer him money. Um, yeah, that was a that was a strange one. I think he obviously got more money at Miami than that was. I think it was more guaranteed, Chiefs. right? More guaranteed. Well, I'm trying to find as many positives in it as I can. I think Kansas City kind of locked up, you know, the defense the defense a little bit more from from the draft. Some of that draft capital we got from Tyreek Hill, and then I heard I was speaking to um, Ryan McDowell last week, and he was talking about his his co-host at, at Locked On uh, Dynasty. Uh, talked about they had Tyreek Hill. They have all the players like tracked. It tracks their speed, tracks their miles per hour, and they noticed a like slight but noticeable decline in Tyreek Hill's speed, which yep. would to me indicate a sell them while you can kind of attitude. So, you know, it could end up being a genius move. You know, Beach has shown time and time again that he knows what he's doing. So, I trust him. Yeah, me too. I'm a big fan of each. Uh, I don't know if you can see that Chiefs coat sitting behind me in the back. Yeah. Yeah, so I got a lot of Chiefs gear there. Um, I like it. I didn't I didn't want to be the uh, $75 million a year tied into a quarterback and a wide receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's how you end up having a lot of holes. You can't build a championship roster like that. We're going to see oh. if Pat Mahomes can lift some people up, though, and make, make some good good players better. Because uh, that wide receiver core is not looking dangerous, but I also no, thought it was a weird move for Miami because, like, yeah, I don't know, man. Tua doesn't have an arm, so there. If Hill's gonna do the short intermediate work like he's done in Kansas City before, that's what Waddle does, but Hill does it better. So why would? Yeah, you, I don't know. Anyway, sorry for yeah. going off the rails. Do you there. see? Do you see that video they put out? They were like a rocket from Tua, and it looked like a little balloon like floating off, like it was. It was <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't mind to it, but yeah, that, that wasn't a rocket. Um. Yeah, not a chance. Um, 
So are we just filming bench spots now? I think we're onto the bench. Let's have a little look. Yeah, yeah, we're we got three picks to go. We're just filling up our bench. Um, on the bench, you got a quarterback, you got running back, you got two receivers, and, and a tight end sitting on your bench as well. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty much. How are you of, liking that, Bill? I want. I'm interested to ask you that. Let's How have a look and see. Um, I well, my big thing is always I want to get quarterback secured and I want to get wide receivers secured. And I mean, you can't really do that much better than you've done here. I think like you got Matthew Stafford, who's going to be, you know, a quarterback one probably. You got Aaron Rodgers, who's probably going to be a quarterback one. You got Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, and Mike Evans, who are all three of them could end up being wide receiver ones. So in terms all of three that, of them I think, have been close. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think like you've done absolutely brilliantly to get that those key positions locked up. And you know, with running back, it's you know, that is a brave man's game trying to predict what happens at running back next year because every time anyone tries to predict what will happen at running back, it almost never happens. Yeah. Um I appreciate it. I'm really, really disappointed I didn't get Derrick Henry. Like this draft would yeah. have ended up falling exactly how I wanted it when I sold. Like I said, I told you I wanted Matt Stafford pre-show. I wanted Derrick Henry and Jones. Yeah, yeah. Um, to get those wide receivers locked in is, is amazing, but is what it is. Uh, Derek Derrick Henry is also affordable. Like you can, you could go out and you could get some picks for Derrick Henry if you really wanted to. You could oh, get absolutely. That, that's the beautiful part you could trade i could trade an asset right here and, and end up yeah. getting them but uh yeah i don't know and i like it and i think this team has actually been built pretty good considering there's been no uh pre pre-show uh prep for me to do yeah because like, i had no idea what spot i was going to be in i wasn't yeah pre-drafting yeah. anything this is just me coming in and saying all right you got to be you got to be flexible got to be going so middle of draft so we got three more spots here let's look three at the most value that i can get most valuable. So, and Jameis Winston sitting up at the top of the starting quarterback. Jarvis Landry still sitting there as well, starting wide receiver. Marcus Mariota still sitting there. Marcus Mariota, um, your guy, yeah, yeah. And Carson Wentz. I could take three quarterbacks right here and have them all in the next three rounds, and hope, hope to end up flipping them. So, let's see running backs and wide receivers real quick. Let's have a little running back. I'll put on, I know I'll just look at your running backs first. Sorry. So Sony no, Michelle cool. up there. Um kind of I think it is important to try and get a piece of that Miami running back pie. Uh I think yeah, I am I really controversial saying I think Sony Michelle's better than Chase Edmonds? Is that is that controversial? I don't think so. I mean yeah. the knees are all busted out for Sony, but I think as a pure runner, I think he was a better, better runner. Um oof. Jesus, this is uh, yeah, it's this, isn't looking, this isn't looking good. Uh, yeah, let's you, you got players lines. on there that, that may never play in the NFL again, like just sitting there. Like, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a wasteland there. Are you gonna see wide receivers? Sorry, to say? yeah, this is look real quick. I'll be real quick with it. Um, all right, so I got five of them though. I think the play is gonna be quarterbacks. Yeah, the play's going to be quarterbacks. Uh, give me, give me famous Jameis. Uh, just as he's the one on the top there, so I think if yep. there is going to be any more going, uh, he'll go first. So, yeah, I'll take him, lock him up, and, and maybe Mariota will fall. Nice. Let's get let's get Jameis Winston locked in. You know, he's. I think no. Well, I think Jason Hill even come out and said, "I'm playing tight end," so he'll be 
He'll be the star. There. Oh, look at that. Boom, 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 boom. Great call, Jimmy. And look who's still at the top. Your guy is still (laughs) sitting there as well at the top. Give me Marcus Mariota. That couldn't have worked out any better. From former number one and number two is there. Yeah, absolutely. That is, he played that. That's an absolute chef's kiss at the end of the draft, though. That is beautiful. Look at it. It keeps going with with Baker and Sam and Trubisky. Trubisky. There was a guy that I, I really hoped to, that would fall to. Um, yeah, and, and now all of a sudden after that, you know, master class in quarterback drafting where we're on to our very last pick. And you mentioned earlier, you said you got a deep sleeper. Who was that? Um, <laughs> let's go. Let's see. Let's, let's see these running. Let's see these wide receivers because I actually ended up thinking he ended up going. Um, um, can you scroll down a little bit? Yeah. Uh, there he is, uh, Phillips, for for Tennessee. Oh, okay. And um, he's he uh, just click on him real quick. Make sure it's Cal- the right guy. Is it Calvin? Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips. Yeah, yeah. Give him to me. Uh, yeah. So Jim, there you go. That's Kyle Phillips locked in. You know what? What? What kind of reasons you got for for taking him? Well, uh, like you alluded to, uh, Jared Wackerly, like some uh, my boys at the Sons of Dynasty put out a video about him, really peeped me up to him. And I know it's camp talk and I know there's height talk, but he is taking the eyes of the OTAs. And like I said, I wanted the most value of these last picks. So I ended up nailing two starting quarterbacks and a guy that has opportunity share there with them shipping out A.J. Brown. Everyone's just going to assume it's Traylon Burks going in there, but we all know that targets just aren't allocated to straight from one from me to you they yeah. they get distributed as like a cast net wave and they it goes to all different positions so there's there's value to be able to be trading him maybe for a potential running throw him in his package as running back where i might want to upgrade that position as i was showing concern early on the draft i could trade him up package him with one of those quarterbacks in the last uh, on a team that maybe needs a quarterback a couple yeah. of weeks in. uh james shows that he has a big game because like we we've said he might be good there's players that are good for fantasy that aren't really good for, for real life, right? 30 yeah. for 30. Jameis was a, was an elite quarterback. Still, he, he put up, put up some good numbers. He put uh, Godwin and, and Evans as your, uh, yeah. I think wide receiver two and five one year. Like, yeah. He can do it. So yeah, there's, there's value there. That, um, that, that's why I like Kyle Phillips there. Those last three picks nice. are straight value. Yeah, I like that, Kyle Phillips. And, you know, Kyle Phillips, check your waiver wires if you're listening. Kyle Phillips might be there. Not, I've seen him go undrafted in some in some rookie drafts. So so have a little look out and see if you can find yourself some some Kyle Phillips. And with that, Jim, let's have a look and see, see how we did overall with this team. So we got Matthew Stafford. We got Aaron Jones and Kareem Hunt. You've got, you know, I think this might be the strongest wide receiver starting three I've seen on the show so far. Jamar Chase, Javante Adams, and Mike Evans. Doesn't doesn't get much better than that. You got Pat Fryer is locked in at tight end. You got your flex spots. You know, obviously they can change it and out. You got Brandon Ayuk and James Robinson there for the moment. And you got Aaron Rodgers and your super flex. And then this bench looking really good as well. You got Matt Ryan, Melvin Gordon, Jacoby Myers, Tyler Boyd, Robert Tunyon, and then I think getting James Winston and Marcus Mariota. You know, in those rounds, great, great value. And then your guy, Kyle Phillips. Watch out for Kyle Phillips next season, guys. Kyle Phillips locked in at pick number 18. So how, how are you feeling about that, Jim, overall? Um, I feel like this is a team that I need to 
make a push this year if this was dynasty this could not be a team where i think this is a 2023 2024 push this is uh i need to go in this for 2022 try to win as much as i can um hope that i don't get injured and, and have to end up tearing this team apart because that that happened to me last year i ended up drafting a very value team got like derrick henry in the fourth it was crazy yeah um I was rolling and like it looked like I was unstoppable. I was like number one in the league with rolling. Then I hit the roadblock of Derrick Henry goes down. Michael Thomas went down. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk went down. I had like five guys all crap the bed and yeah. I made it into the playoffs because at that point I couldn't start trading guys away. The, the production value on my team was greater than the trade value I would receive. Yeah. Um, I limped into the playoffs. I got slapped out easily. And now I'm in a year now where I got a team similar to this, where I have to tool a couple guys out, out of it and make a yeah. push for, for 2023. And that that's all it because 2024, 2023, 2024, I'm, I'm out. Like these guys are all going to be shuffling yeah. out of my bench. So yeah. this is a team where it's a, it's a win now piece. The only guys I think I'd be keeping for longer than two years would be like Demar Chase, Brandon Ayuk. Um, yeah. Really, that's it. Those are those are my main pieces. Everybody else, I'd be looking to try to flip as uh, we're going through next year. This year, I'd be trying to win it. Next year, I'd be trying to flip on the off season of highs. Like if Jacoby Myers has a high team, as a high good year, I'd be looking to flip him in the off season. Aaron Jones, yeah. if he ends up going somewhere else in the off season, uh, I'd be looking to flip him. Nice, yeah. But I think this team is certainly equipped to win to win year one. So Jim, I think you've done done a great job, and just you know, one to say. Just thanks again for, for you know coming on to the show and, and doing a great job. You hints tips and guys listening and watching at home. Make sure you're giving this a thumbs up if you want to see Jim appear up here on the Hall of Flame. Who, you know, it's been this way for a while, a couple of weeks now. We had we got Kev, Dynasty Goat in third, we got Jay, Jason Stein up in second, and then Murph, you know, being the king for a while at the top. So let's see if let's see if Jim can can topple Murph off his off his throne on, on the Hall of Flame. And you know, you a legend. So, like, I don't know I mean, if I can knock him off. That's a pretty high thing. Murph's a legend, and I'm going after Ryan McDowell. I don't know Ooh. how I end up in this setup. But like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, um, I think I think you've done an amazing job, Jim. And do you just want to remind everyone listening uh, at home, where, where can they find you online? Uh, yeah, man. You can find me on Twitter at GoldJacketQBs. Um, you can we do a live show every Tuesday that gets released on Thursday. It's the Gold Jacket Podcast with my co-host connor donald you can find him at connor 10 uh that's t-e-n not one zero uh right once in a while for true north i end up getting about three quarters of an article done and then you know my kids jump around on me and it sits in hiatus <laughs> for a while and it's not in relevant so i write a few articles i gotta get back into that um my dms are always open though I and mean, i'm always willing to look over a team for you uh give you an objective objective uh, opinion on what you should maybe do to win now or win later awesome well jim once again just thank you so much for for coming onto the show and doing a great job and you know thanks everyone listening one more time and you know as we cool off the hot seat for a little while just remind everyone you know keep yourselves and your teams lit and we'll see you next time bye